to have you back on the show. This is the Hello Entrepreneur Show with Deborah. We have a very special guest in the house. Um, we have BC Kent with us. BC is a digital marketer. She owns a digital marketing agency in New York City. She helps hundreds of businesses become more successful using a unique formula that gets them so clear about their ideal clients that they can spot them across the room. Bitsy helps you get totally clear about your ideal clients and make them want to listen to you. Thank you, Bitsy, for joining us today. Thank you for... I'm glad to be here. Yes. Thank you. So, Bitsy, can we meet you? Sure. Can you talk about yourself, your story, and what you do? Sure. So uh, I am. Um, I I moved to New York City about 34 years ago and worked in the fashion industry for many years. And um, after that, I went into advertising, and I was a very early adopter of the internet in my personal life. So I recognized very early on that the internet was going to have a huge impact on advertising. So I quit my really good job and I started my own business before there really was such a thing as a digital marketing agency. So I've been in this field as long as probably almost anybody could be. And of course I've seen vast changes over the years. What I began to do with my clients, which were, um, which are mostly small business owners, was I created this formula to help them get totally clear about who their ideal client or customer is. And from that perspective, create marketing and content for their websites and even coaching them on how to talk about their business using the words that their ideal customers and clients use instead of their own. The reason that I I was very motivated to go that direction with my clients is because I realized that on the internet, you have about two or three seconds really to make a connection with your most ideal customer. And most websites really just spout out all the reasons why you all the excuse me all the things they do but they neglect to inform the the viewer um why they're the best choice and what they what they're going to do for you so for example um when you go to a website in particular and you're just reading a whole lengthy list of all the things that they do you're not really that interested you really are interested in what they can do for you. So using their ideal customer or client's own words, I started use, creating content and marketing for my clients that really made them stand out and preempt the questions or objections that would be going on in the, in the head of the people that find them. It was so successful that about four years ago i disbanded the agency and what i do now is just all i do is train businesses on my process and i work with my ideal 
client for my one-on-one work, my private consulting, is a, a business that's been around for at least 10 years as and is in either a big growth stage or they're making a huge pivot. And very often, the first thing that they want to do is change their website. And unfortunately, most website designers and agencies don't put a whole lot of emphasis on content. They really are looking at the functionality and how pretty the site is and all of that. So businesses often just get an expensive version of a business card. Where I come in is if I can if I can get a hold of a business before they make a, a, an agreement with a website development company or designer, um, they'll have a website that's actually going to sell for them. So. Uh, this has been a fantastic uh, program, but I realized that it's not right for everyone. There is a second ideal client for me, and those are solopreneurs or new business owners who, if I could get them to be so clear about their ideal customers right at the beginning and train them on how to really stand out, they will cut years off their drive to be successful and profitable. So I recently launched an online self-paced version of what I do one-on-one with people that is priced for new business owners and and solopreneurs. And uh, that is now I am able to satisfy the needs of both types of businesses. So um, that is my story. And I have not ever felt the gratification that I feel now helping businesses because it it so instantly um, helps them become more successful. Because people, the people that are attracted to them are their ideal clients, and they are already excited, and seventy percent of them are ready to buy. So that is my story. <laughs> That's an amazing story. You know, I'm particularly excited about this um, episode because we have the same client audience. I deal with solopreneurs and new Mm -hmm. business owners too. So I think they will find this interview very helpful for them. Thank you very much. Okay, so can you tell my audience what makes an ideal customer, especially for people that are just starting out? they want to know who their ideal customer is and what makes a customer ideal for a particular business that's a great question what i asked my um people to do particularly if they're just getting started out and they say i don't know who my ideal customer is um is to really think about why they started their business in the first place very many, if not most, new entrepreneurs start their business because they recognize there was something lacking in the marketplace that they themselves needed. And so, in many ways, when they first get started, or when you first get started, you're kind of your own ideal client. So I'll give you an example of a huge success. Um, the woman who started the brand Spanx. Do you have Spanx in Nigeria? Okay, so Spanx is um, undergarments that are designed to hold you in 
and keep you from um, bulging in the wrong places for women. And so this young, this woman who had a, a kind of a, a not very interesting career, really, she was a single mom and she barely got by, but she wanted to wear white pants. And as you know, white pants can be see-through. So she wanted something to wear under them that would hide any panty lines and make her look smooth. So she took a pair of panty control top pantyhose and she cut the leg the the legs off of them from about mid thigh down and she started to wear them. And her friends started to say, "Wow, what a great idea. Would you make me one?" And now she is a multi multi-millionaire. So this is a perfect example of someone who saw a need was unfulfilled need that she had herself and recognized that there must be hundreds thousands or even millions of other women with the same need so if if that describes your business where you're come you're you've developed something that you needed yourself then you are your ideal client or customer um as your business evolves and you learn more you may want to you may go beyond who your who you were so you have to kind of decide is my ideal client who i used to be and that's usually what what happens so the other if you are a new business owner and you already have some customers and you have a customer that you wish you could replicate then use that person as your model for your ideal customer or client and uh so that's does that make sense yes it does yeah no, it does thank you so much um so why is it important to find your ideal clients in business why is it very important the reason is Um, and and unfortunately it's this is something I'm going to tell you how important it is if you worked for a large corporation okay. that was launching a new product there would be probably millions of dollars invested in figuring out who the customer is for this product what you have to say in your marketing and advertising etc that will make those people listen and that creates your brand. Small business owners not only do they not have the the uh, dollars to make an investment in hiring a company that's going to set up focus groups and send out surveys and have contests and events to gather that information. Unfortunately, we as small business owners not only do we not have the resources to do that, it's usually something that we skip. that we figure we're going to learn as we go along. However, being that we have the internet now, your scope of influence is can be global. And so how do you attract the people who need you the most? They'll see personal value immediately in what you have to offer. They're willing and happy and able 
to invest in what you have to offer. And this is the most important thing. They believe they can't get it anywhere else. So let's say you're a photographer and you want to do corporate headshots. And there are thousands of other photographers in your area that are also doing, this is a true story, that are also offering corporate headshots. So every time that you get a potential client and you quote them your price, they're gonna compare you to everyone else out there. And often what happens is that in order to get the, the job, you lower, you, you work for less than you know you should be. So you're working really hard and you're not making that much money. But let's say, and this happened, this was one of my clients, let's say you do a deep dive into your most ideal clients and that those are the people who saw immediate value in what you offer, willing and able to pay you for it, told other people about you, and you started to dissect, well, who are those people and what makes them tick? You can actually do a focus your entire business and build it around that prototype. So the, in this case, um, I had a client in New York City who was a photographer. This is exactly, it was her second career for her and she always wanted to be a photographer. And so she got some extra training and she, she put out her marketing and she started to get clients. And, uh, and this is exactly what happened to her. She had to keep cutting her price in order to get the jobs. After working with me, and we just really took a deep dive, we re recognized that her most wonderful clients who she's changed their life and they tell other people about her and they're willing to pay her her best price were women in business who owned businesses over 40 years, who are over 40 years old. So you might think, well, can you really build a business in that with that little niche? In fact, since she has changed her entire focus a few years ago to be the photographer for those women, and there's more, uh, there's a whole lot of more of other characteristics, you know, income level, etc. But she built her entire business around that prototype. She her, her growth has been astronomical. And in fact, I went to, I, I don't live in New York City anymore. I live um, in more in the center of the US, but I went to New York last year because I wanted her to do my new headshots. I, A, um, I, I, I knew she could bring out, not just make me look pretty, but make me look powerful, make me look like me. Um, and that um, I would love my pictures and that I didn't have to go through the stress of wondering if I'm going to spend this money, if I'm even going to like them. So I spent three times more than I would have had to spend if I'd stayed here. And it, it, they're, it was, they're the best photos I've ever had. So when you are, when you niche down to that most ideal client, you don't have to compete on price anymore because they believe just like I did that what you offer can't be found anywhere else. So yes, you can find other headshot photographers, 
but I can't find another headshot photographer who specializes in shooting women in business who are over 40 and want to look powerful in their pictures. And so that's why it's so important to, I mean, you actually never have to discount because nobody can, what you do can't be compared to what someone else does. It's so perfectly right for your customer. Thank you so much for sharing this. So finding your ideal client is very yes. important to every business owner. Yes. Once you have your ideal client, you don't have to worry about price or discount because your ideal clients can actually afford what you right. have to offer and they see value in it. Thank you so much My for pleasure. sharing that. What are the qualities of an ideal customer? Okay, so... Uh, when I work with business owners one-on-one, there is a, we have a worksheet that contains over 40 different characteristics. So, of course, I can't go through all of them today, <laughs> but some of the things that you want to look at, and you have to be extremely specific in order for this to work. And I don't mean that if someone comes to you and wants to buy from you, who doesn't really fit your ideal client prototype, you don't have to say no. But what it does do for you is it enables you to focus all your energy, time, and resources to being as appealing and attractive to the most ideal client. So people sometimes say, well, if I only, if I'm only talking to women, then what if a man wants to buy? And I say, go right ahead, sell to a man. But would you rather have men or women? Oh yeah, I'd rather have women. So as we go through this process, uh, business owners generally realize that even though they would have sworn up and down before they start working with me, that their ideal client could be a man or a woman. When we really start to define it and get underneath the surface, there is definitely one gender over the other. So, uh, so you have, so some of the basics that I ask for are demographics. So those are just your general gender, age range. And I always say between 10 and 15 years, no more than that for the age range. Um, where they live, are they urban? Are they suburban? Are they rural? Um, what income do they bring in personally and then as a family? Um, where, um, whether they rent or own their home. So we're starting to, we start to really create a profile that are, is, is basically demographic. But then we get into their lifestyle. So the lifestyle could be, um, what kind of car do they drive? What, um, where do they buy their clothes? Um, what, where do they shop for their food? Um, and particularly in the US where we have, you know, thousands of choices on all of that, it's very telling, you know, you start to create this profile. And I always say to my clients, if you don't know, guess, because you're probably right. And I get calls all the time uh, who say, you know what, I just worked with somebody who's like my ideal client and she does drive a Ford, you know, and that's what that my client had guessed. So we know a lot more than we think we do. Um, lifestyle and then 
Uh, oh, and then we go into what what's called psychographics, which is, you know, what's going on. And this is so important. What is going on in their life that makes them need you? What keeps them up at night that relates to what you do? So, for example, right now, because of COVID, um, there's a whole lot of fear in the U.S. I'm sure in other places too about reopening the schools and many schools reopen in August um, and so you know some school districts want to open others don't and um, and so you know oh gosh I lost my train of thought I'm sorry <laughs> I started thinking about this um, because I have a client who's um, dealing with schools right now so anyway um, so what is oh I know so there are a lot of companies that have sprouted up, sprouted up, or were already in existence that are now doing a lot of marketing um, that help parents with homeschooling or provide tutors, things like that, with the anticipation that there's a lot of parents who are not going to want to send their kids into a school building. So because they, because there is a need that this is what keeps them up, is keeping parents up at night. This is a fantastic opportunity for those companies or even individuals to tap into the mindset of their this mom or you know, parents who are dealing with this very stressful, confusing issue. It's going to be the businesses that do the best job at articulating in their marketing exactly what's going on in this mom's head at the moment, right now. So instead of saying on their website, we provide tutoring services for parents in Cincinnati, Ohio, I would tell them to, on their website, the first thing that people should see is, um, we help you decide, or, or we help you keep your kids learning even if they're not in school, something like that. Um, tapping right into, and it could even go even more emotional. It could be, um, you're worried and scared about your child's education being interrupted. We get it, we can help you, okay? So we, when you identify your ideal client or customer, and then you really get into their head, and then the next step, is to use their words instead of yours in your marketing. And even when you talk about your business, you stand out from your competitors 100%. And so I'm so motivated to teach as many small business owners about this process because it is the key to growing faster, attracting the, the people that you really want to sell to and and they and, and the other thing is they'll tell other people about you and those people their friends usually are a lot like them so it's a win-win on every level okay that's great sure. thank you so much oh, share yeah so you get the demographics of their personality and get mm -hmm. into their heads and right. use their words thank you so um you mentioned you have um, mm -hmm. a formula or and an exercise yeah. that new business owners find mm -hmm. their ideal clients. Can you share with my audience how they can identify their ideal clients using your program? Yeah, so I, I, I kind of gave, I kind of touched on it in our conversation so far. 
So this is what I would recommend. The first thing to do is to really stop and think about who your product or service was developed for. It's either you, you developed it because you needed it, or in many cases, new entrepreneurs worked for a company that was was promising this solution, but wasn't doing a very good job at delivering it. So if you are um, coming from a, already coming from a business that in that in that scenario, you would use your uh, uh, clients or customers from that business that as your model. And if you're starting a new business and you haven't sold to anyone yet, and it's something that you created to fulfill an unmet need in your own life, then use yourself as your ideal client model, ideal customer model. If you're a new business and you already have a couple of clients or customers, and one of them or all of them really are exactly who you need to attract to grow your business, then use that person as your prototype. Or if you have a new business and you don't, every customer you've had so far has asked for a discount or has been a problem or you had to give a refund to or any of those other things that just make you want to scream, then you want to create an ideal client prototype that is not that person and do but you you have everybody has a basis for which to start this is the hardest part making a commitment to a specific niche of the market and it is um very hard to do this for for many businesses but if i if you can get to that point where you're going to say this is who I'm going to try to attract in every aspect, my website, my emails, my networking, my elevator speech, etc. then you will grow faster, you'll be happier, you'll change more lives. So what I would recommend that you do is start out with the, make a commitment to a gender, age group, income level, lifestyle, everything that you can think of that uh, you can describe this person. What what their religious beliefs are. Are they involved in a church? Are they, um, do they travel a lot? Um, what, 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 what keeps them up in the middle of the night? Just take a piece of paper or your computer and just write down everything you can think of about this person. That's the best way to start. Um, you know, when, when I, like in my course, um, I have worksheets that are, that you work on, but, um, if you're going to try to do it on your own, that's what I recommend. And don't stop until you can't think of anything else. Then the next step would be to, um, actually have conversations in your head or interview your most ideal customer. If you have one or even go online and, and look at other um, businesses that have reviews online and try to accumulate uh, sentences and phrases that those people actually use to describe what they want more than anything else in, in the world, how it makes, how the problem that they have makes them feel. And this is the most important thing. And this is what we try to get to is 
human beings make buy initial, their first initial buying decision, which means maybe I'll buy this. They make it through their heart, not their head. It's an emotional reaction. What we're looking for is to repeat in, like if you think of your marketing, your emails, your website as a conversation with your ideal customer, what you want to inject into that is the emotion that they are feeling right now when they have their, this problem. And this problem could be, I need an outfit to go to a wedding, or this problem can be, um, I have an eating disorder, or this problem could be, um, you know, my children are driving me crazy. You know, whatever the problem is that you solve, it makes them feel a certain way, anxious, panicky, fearful, you don't know what it is until you get into this um, process. And from that perspective, that's how you create your messaging for your business. And so if people only made decisions on, on what they buy from their head, no one would ever buy a Maserati. They could buy a Honda. It will get them from one place to the other. No one would ever invest in a $10,000 wedding gown when they could get a beautiful one for $2,000. It's an emotional decision. Now, once you get them to start to listen to you from, and I, when I say listen, I mean stay on your website for more than a second or actually read your email, um, then they, then they want to know more about what you do. but but the only thing they're thinking about is what you can do for them. So they come to you in one state. Let's say they're anxious about sending their children back to school and it makes them feel scared and panicky and confused and they don't know what to do. What do they want to feel instead? They want to feel calm. They want to have peace of mind that they've done the right thing for their children, that their learning hasn't been interrupted. So they're they feel good about being a good parent, etc., etc. So you have to think about how they feel now before you solve their problem and how they want to feel. And so what you have to do as a business owner, once you identify your ideal client, then you have to say, I, I understand your problem. I really get it. I feel your problem. I can fix it so you can feel this way. And I promise that I will. And that's the magic formula in marketing. And I train people on how to talk about their business. I do elevator speech workshops all the time because it's all the same thing. It's all a conversation. Okay, that's great. That's great and really powerful. It's something we all have to do as a business owner you you can't shy away from researching and and you can change it you know it's not written in stone um it may evolve over time so but if you make that commitment right from the start um it is it's magical how much easier it is to grow a business and to sustain have a sustainable business because you become known for something like my client the photographer she is now known for something specific and people women are coming to her in droves and um, I'm really excited about it for her 
that's great it's very important it's just that most new business owners are concerned about the mm-hmm. fact that niching down can limit um, what they do so they are afraid if they niche down and they find um, a main ideal client they are right. losing out because they are not looking at other people they will prefer to to to, to serve more mm-hmm. people than right. to niche down to a particular Client. Well, that's so what we what call in the U.S. Address that FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. <laughs> and 100% of, of small business owners have that. What you, all I can say is that if you're trying to appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. So, for example, I talk to a lot of business owners and I say, so who do you feel your ideal customer is? And they will start that answer with anyone who. Anyone who is going through a divorce. Anyone who, who has insomnia. Anyone who, but I, I, I understand the, the motivation and need to work with as many people as possible. But the issue is if you work with anyone, then no one is going to think that you are anything special. So what I recommend is to bite the bullet, as we say, put on your big boy or big girl pants and at least test appealing to a very specific client or customer. Um, and what I have walked so many people through this process. And once we get past that fear of missing out, everything changes because for example, if you have a business where let's say you, you teach an online course or you do something where anyone in the country or in the continent or the world can, um, can work with you, then. I don't care if you work with people that have blue eyes and are six feet two and are women who are gymnasts, right? (laughs) That's very specific. There are enough of those people in the world to sustain your business and for them to tell other blue eyed, six foot tall female gymnasts about you because they hang out with those people. So, um, so I can say, look, if it's too scary yeah. for you to even consider, then it's not for you, right? But if you really, really want to carve out a niche, yeah. not have to compete on price, get incoming referrals, have people call you from your website, you have to be more specific. And you can always test it. And if it doesn't work, you know, no harm done. But it keep and, and customers appreciate it because it makes yeah. their do- job of searching for help much easier. My pleasure. I, I, I get still get really so excited about this that. after all these years. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's very exciting. So. I'm sure my audience will get lots of value because it's something that every business owner is concerned right. about. Like, how do I get my ideal yeah. clients? How do I niche down? My pleasure. So I love doing it. Helpful. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah.
So, can um, share your social media handles yes. for people uh-huh. that want to follow you or connect with you? I didn't put my Facebook in in uh, or my LinkedIn. I, I'll send that to you. Okay. All right, we're done. Thank you so much. Um, well, we're done. Do you have anything <laughs> well, you want to talk I want to say is that yes, I hope everybody is healthy and safe, and uh, we live through this. We come out on the other end of this global crisis maybe better than we were before um we're praying we're praying <laughs> yeah oh thank you so much lots of love, lots of love from nigeria <laughs> thank you okay let me you'll let me know when this is going to be available right, right. okay Okay. So yes, nice to I'll meet, you, meet you and, so you and everyone office. have a great uh, weekend. It's a big holiday here. It's our Independence Day this weekend, so most people Thank aren't you. working today. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah. Happy Independence Day. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.